Aloha. I feel like I have to talk louder because you're in Hawaii. You don't, though. I'm right here. How are you? How was your date night? Oh, it was it was good. We uh, saw, you know, I love I love watching hula and listening to somebody accompany, you know, the dancer with the ukulele. I just think it's just romantic. Oh, I love that. I it, it's so it's such a beautiful sound. Yeah, it's such a beautiful sound, and we went to the Mauna Kea. And oh, you, nice. You, know, you it, did a nice date night. Yeah, just a beautiful setting. But I was dying laughing at your Insta. Sorry. Of, I, I don't know what kind of lady exercise <laughs> you are, if you had a name, but I <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen so it. Hard. I don't know if you can play. I'll, I'll just see if I can play the voice. I was laughing so hard today because I was out here. Let me just see if I can play it. Okay. Um, I'm practicing a little light exercising in absolutely beautiful weather in Minnesota <laughs> while my sister is doing the glamorous exercising in Hawaii. Um, we both love you all. Okay, whose voice, whose voice is so... you know how to do that. No, no, I don't. Sorry, here's what happened, Lori. This Was is fun. Okay, so Grant is doing some audio for us. It's silent around here. And I go in to see Jess. And I'm like, Jess, you know, you got to watch this and tell me if it's even funny enough to post. Okay? So I, I'm on a walk. I literally have my zipper on my, you know, athletic shirt undone down to, you know, my boobs. Um, yeah. No hat, no mittens. It's so nice out, Lori. So I'm yeah. thinking, I'll do just a little junior lady exercise kind of for you. <laughs> and so I, I'm g- getting ready to show, her to show it to her. And all of a sudden, we listen to the audio. And it, I sound like Stephen Kojikoro. <laughs> yeah, you do. And, and, and Rocco said Ruth Kozlak. I mean, I do not sound like myself at all. You. And I'm like... I have no idea, so I shot it in slow motion, (laughs) and I couldn't see. The sun was in my eyes, and I thought, I just have to put in the effort and do something. And so, um, but anyway, I end up being Kojo. Um, It was so funny, and we're just laughing so hard, and then we're trying to think of, how do you even label this this goofy mistake? But um, my exercise was working on my audio, you know, my voice, getting it really deep. But I don't even know. I was like, wow. Julia's learned things. <laughs> learned how to do a dupe voice. Oh no, that I don't even. I don't know how they gave me that voice, but that apparently is my voice in slow, slow, slow motion. A bit of a deep thing. Oh my gosh! And then it's like the you know Munchkin voice. I don't even know yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. But anyway, it's very funny. And I thought you got to see that, Laura. It was oh, funny. We went to yeah, um, yeah. Restaurant Week last night. Went to Holman Field, the St. Paul Airport place, yes. which is in that classic old building, which is so great. And had, you I've know. never been. Haven't you? That's my second time there. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And um, the history there is really fun because they've got all the things up about the first. You know, Mr. Holman was a, was a flight pilot. It's named Holman Field. I'm going to screw this up probably, but he loved flying and racing and his dad gave him his first plane as one dad does. And and then somehow he was hired by Northwest Airlines and ended up doing their um, mail air mail routes. So it's just kind of interesting. But that place, the restaurant week is such a great deal. You still have, I think, tomorrow. 
or yeah. maybe Saturday, but you know, Steph March, it's mspmeg.com and you can find out about it, but it's such a good deal. So we had just a lovely little uh, romantic oh. weeknight. And then you just remember it's a weeknight. We got to get home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's a weeknight. We got to go, but it was really fun. And um, we're just this weather here, Lori, I cannot tell you. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just so oh, lovely. We're embracing it now. I mean, it of is course. what it is. It is what it That's is. Right. It's so nice because it's just so nice. But I'm glad that you guys had fun. And yeah. yeah. And, and then I had, we, we watched the sunset last night because it was really, there wasn't, there weren't any clouds. And, you know, talked to the Pua Co Piggy, my little friend Radiance yes. and the owner David. And he said, I don't want anyone coming close to him. It's a full moon. So the pigs are acting up. And we're <laughs> walking back from the beach and it's, it's dusk. It takes, you know, about another half hour after the sun sets for it to get fully, fully dark. Sure. And we're walking back and I thought, look at all those little, um, oh dear. Like, Oh I don't know, little, little puppies playing in our next door neighbor's yard. They're throwing dirt up and they're, they're just pigs. like chasing each other around. It was five teenage pigs. Oh. The pig thing. Sorry. <laughs> That's. Oh, I want one. I, I couldn't believe it. No, you they don't, saw us Or heard us. And then what they just, it? they ran off so fast, squealing like crazy. And I'm like, I thought those things were dogs. And then. I'm flipping around the local news, our yeah. local news, and um, another station, not KSTP, uh, had a report that the feral, feral swine yes. are right by the Canadian-Minnesota yes. border. They're out of control. <laughs> they are. They're her- they, they tear up everything. Wow. Well, here's what this guy said, who's a professor of ag and bio research at okay. the University of Saskatchewan. He said... Feral pigs produce so fast you can't barbecue your way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it yeah, Jeff it's was just, telling me about this last night, and they came. Yeah. They started mm-hmm. like a. They were trying to do like a pig, feral pig farm or something in Texas a long time ago. I mean, if you yes, read the whole story, yeah, yeah, it's the worst invasive large mammal on the planet. So we don't want these piggies at all. No. But I can't avoid them. And then today I went I, to a, mail a couple of bills. <laughs> I oh, yeah. love Lori. And you didn't ask anyone here to put them in the mail for you. I've done oh, that no, in the past. I, I did. You're, oh, but I, I'm so proud of you. You're doing your own mailing. <laughs> but I... I, I don't I know. Got, how do you time it from Hawaii to get there on time? Uh, two weeks. <laughs> okay. Two weeks. Really? That's what it is. That's Lori what does all of her mail. Yeah, I've, I've done Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. But anyway, I get to the place... And there's like 10 wild chickens and roosters, and I can't get out of my car. <laughs> and in Hawaii, you don't honk your horn. It is considered the height, the height of rudeness. Hawaiians do not honk. So it's, it's like not the language of the car like it is in Minnesota and the States. On the mainland, mm-hmm. it's the language of the cars. Yep. In Hawaii, no, you give the shaka shaka. You know, you just be patient, be cool. Oh. And I didn't know how to get rid of it. So I just gave a quick <laughs> honk. And I mean, 10 heads turned towards me because I honked. Oh, how dare you? You know what? Huh? That's so I can't even imagine you trying to get in and out of your car with That's the chicken. That's what I'm picturing right now. Oh, yeah. It's like, ah, the door opening and she's just kind of shoo-shoo, shoo-shoo. This is where <laughs> they're because- just packing away. They're not even. Why oh, are they sorry. there? Why are they in the parking lot? Yeah, are you in the middle of a of a wild nature forest where there's a little cottage and you're working for the man who mans the land? 
basically the whole of the big island is wild except okay. for Kona town, you know, the town Gosh. of Kona. It's, it's uh, you know, giraffe would be at home because there's so much acacia tree and savanna shrubbery and stuff. <laughs> giraffes could, Jeffs live, there. could live there. Well, that's kind of funny because Jess was loading up because this weekend is the um, Home and Garden Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. And the Weekly Dish is broadcasting live there, and Stephanie's doing something else there. And she's loading up the car. And she said, back in our in our parking lot, there's a wild turkey mm-hmm. that just scared yeah. the crap out of her. And she's like, what are you, what are you doing here? You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing my job. I don't expect to see wildlife in a blacktop parking lot. Right. <laughs> I didn't expect to see chickens. Right. <laughs> it's just wild. But I, I saw a whole land of... of, of um, Wood ducks today on my hike. I mean, the ducks are here. It's just wild. Whatever. Yeah. This is the new world. It's wild. We have a show for you today. We have a show. Lori, you know, the um, the winter jazz festivals this weekend, they could almost do it outside. They could. It is unbelievable. And that's downtown St. Paul, people. Just giving you a little heads up on your planning. Um, we were both devastated to read some news today. We're going to come oh my back. Gosh. And talk about it, and it's the story, you know, it's sad. It's a sad story, but we'll, we'll inform you and get you up to date. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. Um, Lori sent me a text first thing this morning, so sad about Wendy Williams, and I hadn't read the news yet, um, Lorraine. And so why yeah, don't- her, her team confirmed in a press release this morning that Wendy has been diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia, FTD. It's the same exact diagnosis as Bruce Willis. 
has. Yeah. So it is just the worst news possible. And, and, and there's no way I'm going to watch this documentary now because this was all filmed before the diagnosis. She would hate that the world has seen her like this. I'm not going to be able to watch it. It's going to be absolutely heartbreaking. Okay, so the documentary is this Saturday and Sunday night at 7 o'clock on Lifetime. You know, mm -hmm. the executive... This is... Okay, so... Um, mm -mm. You said something... I mean, are you going I mean, to be able to watch this? I don't know. The, no. what, did the, what did the guy say? I highlighted it, his name. Uh, Mark Ford, the documentary's executive producer, said that um, she was already battling so much physically, and then it became clear that there were mental and addiction issues she was also battling. Um, and her family says they want this to air because Wendy, who they don't even know where her location is, that she's in a center, which I don't understand at all. No. Because family, you know, my mom, you know, HIPAA, she had global aphasia and couldn't say one word. One word, right. and it came back, but she didn't have any of the dementia piece with it. And right. it is hard work and everything. So aphasia is something you can back from, but the dementia piece. But how does her family not know where she is? I don't understand. And how does Wendy give permission um, to for this to go out when she has this condition? I mean, we're going to see her in this documentary lose words, act erratically, have difficulty understanding. She was probably having symptoms and Forever. they just didn't know. And a lot of times, and I've, a friend of mine, her mom had had this primary progressive aphasia and FTD, the front frontotemporal dementia. And a long time ago, my friend's mom drank she was an alcoholic and then she was sober for like 15 years oh. and everyone thought she was drinking okay because they said everyone, it's really hard to diagnose and people think it's all something else because your personality pills, changes your personality changes yes. and she said and she said it 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 just about broke their family because they they didn't believe that she wasn't drinking right because she was so drive and get lost, right. have to pull over, right. call people. So it presents this way. And I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's too heartbreaking. I can't, I'm not going to be able to watch this. And I think Wendy would absolutely hate that this is airing, seeing her at her worst and in the lead up to being diagnosed. And then they announce it today. And I feel like, are they doing this? For publicity to get eyes, I just, I feel very icky about the whole thing. Well, Williams and her team, this is the statement. Um, the decision to share the news about this is difficult, but in doing so, Wendy Williams and her team are hoping to raise awareness about aphasia and FTD, which is not the flower delivery service. It's for frontal temporal dementia. And that what they say is that um, it often is misdiagnosed as a mental health condition or Alzheimer's disease because it typically occurs at a younger age between 40 and 65 than other types of dementia. Yeah. So they're I mean, saying, I just, yeah, I don't know. She's being controlled. She can't see her family. I don't get she's, that piece. I mean, Why doesn't that, that piece, if I was, if you guys knew that I was in a home and you didn't know where I was, I hope to hell you would do everything to figure it out.
Yeah. I mean, it come is. on. Just, yeah. It breaks my heart. It's sad. I know some people don't like, you know, didn't like Wendy because sometimes, she, you know, she would cross the line and stuff. But she gave, I got a lot of joy and I got a big kick out of her. And I I just hate, um, you know, I, I just hate that this is happening to her. And, and I do not um like that this documentary is going to air i personally think that she would absolutely hate that people are going to see her at her worst without her makeup without her hair you know her style and right and being in the throes of what we now know is the beginning stages of this disease right and then they're i just i it makes me feel like you have a hard time sometimes watching real life crime things right i can't stand them right I don't like watching a real life situation like this with Wendy right. and a documentary that was filmed you before know, it stopped. Ago. Yeah. And she approved it up front. And we don't yes, even I know. know she, we don't even know. Two years ago. Yeah. Two it, years ago yeah. when she was uh, staging not her comeback. Well. She, no, when yeah. she was planning her comeback. Yeah. I don't know, Lori. Um, I, I might I just, be too curious not to watch it. I was going to say this, yeah. this news unfortunately brings more curiosity, curiosity and table. i think you're right larry like why would they do it now yeah I'm- i just don't understand how the family doesn't know where she is and of course we only know what they're gonna let us know yeah we don't know but well, it- i mean I-, I saw her um her niece was on the today show oh, i she- think this morning oh she was yeah and she, there she has family love and and you know you'll see her with her dad you know because her mom like passed a- yeah her mom passed, but um, there'll be some things, but I really, oh, that bum of an ex-husband, I just, I, I, I just think talking, that broke her. Lori, it was funny because I was talking to Shannon about this on the way to work, and I was saying, I think the trauma of that discovering your husband is in a, like a 10 plus year has affair with a woman that you're paying for her house and she lives within a mile from you. And, just, and had a child. And has a child with your husband. I think that trauma must i i don't know how it could trigger something i don't need we're not brain people no we don't know. It, it, it but that was trigger. just heartbreaking very much so so i mean I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch this heartbreaking documentary if you want to watch it um well you, you let, know, you're not on next week so if we talk about i'm not it, on next week so yeah, i i just go. i don't know the clips that i've seen and um i i was just like wendy just looking absolutely she really has had it. I mean, starting with the Ugh. Graves disease, which is different in everybody. And part of that is it, it pinches the nerves between behind your eyes and makes them pop out a little bit more and twitch. And then she has the, um, she had the lipidemia with her f- ankles and feet and shouldn't be why. I mean, she really, I, Oh, Laureen. All right. Yeah. There's our, and, and then the, the other news, you know, the Sherry Shepard, uh, you know, took over for Wendy William. Um, this top executive said, was found yeah. dead after the show launched a probe into missing cash and unpaid rent. Oh, and then Lori, I sent you that. Yeah, but I didn't read it. So I'm so glad you did. Will you please tell me when that happened? When the Sherry show started, which is just this past fall? No, no. Um, it just happened. Oh. Uh, he was just found dead at his home on February 13th, and it's an open oh. investigation. They they think it's it's suicide, and his primary job was to over 
see the budget and manage production. And oh. he was under investigation at the time of his death oh, dear. because petty cash was missing. Yep. And then the parent company, Debmar Mercury, found out that the rent at the Chelsea studio had not been paid since last September. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And we went to that. Yes, Wendy I know we Studio did. When we did E.T. E.T. Entertainment yeah. Tonight. Or, no, it wasn't that. It was extra. It was extra. It was extra. Mm-hmm. And so they've continued production. But, yeah, that's the other thing that's uh, happened. And Sherry inherited that show from Wendy Williams. Oh, my gosh. Oh yeah. Gosh. All right. <sighs> that's sad. I was sad. That's sad. I'm saddened by this About news. Wendy? Yeah. I oh, really yeah. Am. I really it, am. Oh, it, it's a terrible, terrible disease. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx, and I'm reading all these uh, Will Trent novels, and Will Trent is a character in a Karen Slaughter book, and he has dyslexia, and I'm telling you, I've learned all this stuff about dyslexia is people are, their language processing skills, so it makes reading so, so difficult, but with diagnosis with training at learning rx you can mend that processing thing so you can build the stronger reading comprehension skills that you need to be successful and you can train your brain at any age and adults can even boost their cognitive fitness and it's reading instruction with brain training and that's what makes it different it's not tutoring there's seven locations in the Twin Cities. Mention Lori and Julia and get a 50% discount, 952-949-6900, Learning RX. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, Lori, you can't see what's going on in the studio, but next weekend, not this weekend, but March 1st through 3rd, the um, 29th annual already um, food and wine experience is going to be happening at the Omni Viking Village, do we call it? The or Omni Hotel. Ma- the Omni Hotel over in the Viking Village. And we have Arthur Morrissey with us, and you've met Arthur before, Lorraine, yes. and we have Tina with us, Tina um, Rexing of T-Rex Cookies. And i got to show you... I got to show you a cookie, Lori. They're as big as your head. Look at that. Oh, that is as big as your head. You're right. Huge. Oh, my God. This is like a salted caramel chocolate chip, isn't it? It is. Our most popular one. Oh, oh my gosh. Yum, All yum. right. That's uh, That was the one I wanted to taste. Okay, so, Arthur, tell us about the food and wine experience this year. What what should people be looking forward to? Well, look forward to the best weekend of the year. Oh, duh! I mean, there it is. <laughs> what else do I need to say? It is an all-inclusive sampling event. So... You purchase your ticket online, foodwineexperience.com, very affordable, $95 for general admission tickets for Saturday or Sunday. You come in, you get a tasting glass, and then you get to hang out with Tina basically the rest of the day. There you go. Yes, but that's, 130 that, different groups, more than 30 <laughs> restaurants, hundred more than 150 different types of wine. There are beers, seltzers, THC drinks in yes. moderation. 
uh, and it's going to be a beautiful weekend out in Egan. And and I love it that I saw in the materials that you are also offering a 20% off discount to people who buy tickets to stay overnight at the Omni Hotel, which is yes, gorgeous. It is. It's fabulous. So you can make a whole safe, fun weekend. I love it. it. I love it. Now you moved, used to be at the Twin Stadium, right? Correct. And so you moved to a hotel. Yes. And then you have um, like a... A fire and ice experience there I was reading about. Yep, the patio. We'll have the fire pits going. We'll have the real fires going. We have food trucks out there that are doing samples, so you're mm-hmm. not buying food every single So the $95 is for all the tastings of the wines and the tastings of the foods. Yes, and really what I love about it, the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. Keen is going to be there. Right. The winemakers are going to be there, so you get to talk to them and hear, What's new? How do you really make this? Mm-hmm. What What is the secret in the sauce? I love that. Yeah, it's I, fun. I, I, I've, Grant, have you been? Grant, yeah. you've been. Oh, I went to, yeah, when it was at, yes, yes, yes in the past. you've been. It used to be at CHS, yeah. right? I don't think I've ever been. Um, do you guys, okay, so the VIP on Saturday is sold out, I want to tell people, but you still, um, you're having a special thing on Thursday night and Friday night, kind of yeah. an exclusive thing if people really want to, Get into the tasting. Yes, absolutely. So Thursday night, February 29th, bonus day, right? Oh, for it our is, year. It is. Uh, we are having a J Lore private tasting. It's just for 35 people, and that's a little bit more than half sold out. But it's five exclusive wines with their team, food from the Omni Hotel. So Which is so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. And then Friday, March 1st, is Grand Vine. Grand Vine is a VIP wine-focused event, so all the wines retail at $20 or more, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, most of them are in the hundreds okay. of dollars, and that is also uh, heavy appetizers from the hotel as well. Lovely. And how much are these special events? Yeah, the J-Lore is $70, the Friday Night Grand Vine is 125 and general admission tickets for either Saturday or Sunday are 95 That's such a deal. Right? I... I really that this is a fun. I know people who go every year and just mm-hmm. absolutely love it. Um, and Tina, you are one of the tastings with your T Rex cookies, and you have quite the story because you went from selling individual and working. Did you were you at like farmers markets or things yeah. like that originally, and now you're in all these Kowalskis, High V, Cub, um, Cub. Yeah. yeah. So I started selling at Minneapolis Farmers Market. I left my corporate job to do this. To this adventure mm-hmm. and I quit that job and I started selling cookies and it just kind of grew from there. This is going to be my ninth year with um, the food and wine experience. So this is going to be exciting. Oh, I believe um, it. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. We are actually selling our cookies there. So in addition to trying Tasting. all the other food. Because um, your cookies are a half pound or five pounds. These aren't small yes. cookies. They're not. They're, they're not. Very, they're huge. They're not single serve. That's why right. I tell people. That's why they're going to be not. in resealable bags. I want to. I want to. <laughs> they'll be in. Re- I want a pizza cutter to cut that into little pieces. So, you know, it's interesting because I was talking to um, Arthur earlier, and um, I was talking about like I, I don't think of cookies and wine together, and and then we're kind of having a thing, and and Jess and promotions and Grant are talking. Well, if it's dark chocolate, it could go with red wine, and if it's milk chocolate, what would we do? But do you have? Like you are, you right in front of me is this caramel sea salt chocolate chip, yes. beautiful thing. This would pair very well with a really buttery Chardonnay. Mm. Um, also, I brought my Snickerdoodle here that will go really well with Sauv Blanc. 
or another Chardonnay, but I think the cinnamon and the snickerdoodle would go very well with the Sauv Blanc. Um, the dark chocolate chip, where I have, I brought that too. You're just going to take all these home. You know oh, that, yeah. right? Grant, Grant <laughs> and I, sorry, Lori. Grant's yeah. here. Grant and I are, are, are going to. Okay, dark chocolate chip, what would the you do with that one? dark chocolate chip, what do you think, Arthur? I, I definitely think red, bold red. Like uh, a cab, a, yes. a really strong cab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I think this would be such a fun date night yes. um, to go to the event and then, or, and buy some of your cookies too mm-hmm. and go home with some wines. Cause can people buy wine there? You can't you buy the wine there. Or, yeah. It, it's really an opportunity to talk with the groups and they'll tell you, you know, you're going to be able to find them at all the major liquor stores in town, but a lot of vineyards, because we have ones from California, from the West coast, international, they're doing more and more direct to consumer, right? Right. So you can buy directly from them and that's where they're finding their bread and butter. So, you know, talk with them. They'll get you on a list. You right. can become a member and it will just show up. That's the best part. I love it. Do you have a cookie month club yet, Tina? No, but that's a great <laughs> idea. They might have to launch that. Uh huh. A cookie <laughs> of the month club. Cause it's, I was looking, you know, at Christmas time, different ideas for mm-hmm. gifts, and some are so expensive that you can't do it for more than three months, you know? Right. And so, but a cookie of the month would be something affordable, and you have these cookies are events. This is actually They're not- the smallest one we make. We actually <laughs> oh gosh, make, we make five pounders, wow. and this will be our first year to launching into the wedding world. So, those of you who don't like cake and frosting, right. this is a nice alternative. Because I've been to a donut wedding, Jess, mm-hmm. here, if you're listening. I keep teasing her. She's right around the corner and not listening. Um, and and <laughs> <laughs> just get her, Lori. I just try to get Jess. And so, anyway, she had a donut one. I've been to a donut one. What what other ones have there been? But cookies make sense. I love cookies. Everyone loves cookies. And I think they should all go in the freezer. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Cookies go with everything. I know. Right? I mean, what doesn't a cookie tear with? I agree. And what's perfect about these, you buy two of them and you can make an ice cream sandwich with an entire pint of ice cream. And then you cut them up into individual slices. Or not. That's what I do. I know it. Or not. Look at them. Okay, so, you know, Arthur Morrissey, the Morrissey Restaurant Group. Yes. That, so you grew up, did you have always a passion for wine? I mean, was that is that something you're responsible for in the family company? I know you have your own media company, Greenspan mm-hmm. Spring Media. Is that just something you've always been interested? It, not necessarily specifically wine or, let's say, beer or food in general. It's more about the experience. Okay. Right? I mean, most people walk into a hospitality situation looking forward to happiness, right? Absolutely. So, you know, the bar should be pretty low that, you know, we should at least maintain that. And once you get that first smile from a guest, which, you know, at Greenspring, we have many different kinds of guests, Mm -hmm. you know, subscribers, readers. And so you get that taste of just what it means to make somebody's day. And that's what I love. That's at the heart of everything. You know, that's just such a great thing to make. People have a smile on their face. We love that. So at the 29th Annual Food and Wine Experience at the Omnia Hotel, March 1st through 3rd, if people want to take advantage of the extra, extra experiences, um, do they just go to the website? Yep, um, foodwineexperience.com. Perfect. And you'll find all the information there. You'll uh, Tickets are easily purchased. That way you can read stories about who's going to be there, all the great mm-hmm. things. There's also free parking and shuttles going oh, I love as that. part of that, too. So That's really nice. It is. Um, do you have a hard time? Like, is there bottlenecking happening, or do people really get... I've never been, so I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Do Is there enough room for everybody to experience everything in the time? That's a great question. It, it really is. I mean, a lot of people start showing up 11, 
1130 to Uh wait in line. And really our model this year is less people, more experiences. Okay. So so you're going to limit? We are. Yep. And that's a, it's a great way. It's, it's an opportunity to hear the stories to really get that intimate experience Mm -hmm. because then you get to go back and I'll be sitting on the patio pretty soon with the neighborhood guys. Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, I hung out with Tina Rexine a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Like, What's in the cookie know. batter? <laughs> Is it butter or lard? It's always butter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use a non-trans fat shortening and some of my other cookies, but it's always butter. No, never margarine. Mm-hmm. Lard would be a good idea, though. More fat. I'm I just, like I don't idea. know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds, it sounds fattening though. And because I had heard that in the past that it was bottlenecking a little it bit can, with yeah. groups of people. So you really are limiting yes. the number of people. So get your tickets now, you guys. Mm-hmm. And if we're having the kind of weather we ha- are having now, which I think we're going to keep having, what a fun experience. It would be fabulous. Are there, are there door prizes or anything? I think I was reading some other, like... So many of the groups do fun things. I mean, we have a... The wine three, wall. Uh, we have a wine wall benefiting the M Health Masonic Children's Love Hospital, that. right? We talked about the patio experience. We have a 360 photo booth from Hendrix Gin. Oh. So really cool. And Envision. And, our friends Anthony and, in, and Envision. Envision, uh-huh. they have their own. Yep. Uh, we'll be... Uh, all the vineyards there were entered into a chance to win awards. And so they're going to be recognized so you can visit which ones are the award winners. Right. They have a lot of fun. Polestar, which is an electrical car company, kind of a luxury one. Yeah. is going to have vehicles out there that you can test sit drive. in and okay. schedule your test drive. So, we don't want to yes. drink and drive. We no, never we'll want to do that. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just, thank you for coming in, and I think people are going to have a blast at this. Grant, we might have to go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Food and Wine. Food Wine. Foodwineexperience.com. I I love this. Thank you for your time today, you guys, and for sharing everything with us. I think this will just be, I bet you guys have a huge, huge day. And $95 for an all-inclusive food and wine Mm -hmm. event is Mm -hmm. is a deal. Yeah. It is. Four Thanks hours. for having us. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see you it's again. Good to see you. Enjoy Thank the cookies you. that we'll leave behind. Oh, I know. I know. We'll be sharing. Oh, we'll be we sharing. Lois, <laughs> so sad because Casey, her husband, oh. my brother, is like me. We're cookie He's lovers. a cookie monster. We're cookie monsters. <laughs> Beyond belief. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And I know a couple of years ago when I had a birthday and I was like, how is that number correct? And I like thought about it and I thought about going to see Dr. Jarvis because Julia and I had seen him before. And after I had the consultation with him about the possibility of facelift, uh, you know, and I was like, I was so nervous about not looking like myself. And I remember he just said, we're gonna refine and enhance the natural beauty that everybody has and that you already have. We have, we're skilled, we have advanced surgical techniques. I promise you, you'll be so happy. And he was so right. I'm so glad that I went there. Uh, Minneapolis Plastic Surgery Board Certified, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Tholen, Dr. Singh. You go in, have a consultation and set no costs. It's Minneapolis, spell that out, plastic surgery. Dot com. They're simply the best. Lorene, you're missing the cookies. T-Rex cookies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry. We've made a cookie discovery oh. here at the Pulico <laughs> General Store where they make half-pound chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies that are... I, I, Casey's like, I got to take a box of these home. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. Okay, so I remember telling you guys about out two weeks ago that I thought it, there was going to be this really fun thing on TV that Dolly Parton is executive producing, and it's it, it's an entertainment evening with dogs, dogs, fashion yeah. shows, everything, and you kind of like, oh, interesting. And Grant's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. And it was kind of it, cute. It was so cute. It I was know. called Dolly Parton's Pet Gala. <laughs> My mom was so excited about this and all of her friends. But there was a doggy fashion show where the adorable pups walked the runway. Jessica Simpson was there, Drew Barrymore, Kristen Cavallari, uh, Carly Pierce joined Dolly Parton to sing Jolene and 9 to 5. Chris Jansen took the stage to sing Hound Dog and then Grammy winner Lainey Wilson um, oh, she looks so cute. I think Grant posted this, but they performed a gorgeous rendition of I Will Always Love You. And Lainey has been everywhere. She, She's just like the breakout. She was the new artist of the year. She was the People's Choice artist. She is yeah. so good. And she was on the Elvis special, of course. We can't forget. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. here's just a little bit. And Dolly looks so cute. They they were nicely coordinated. They were both wearing white and sequins. How about, Lori, how tiny Dolly Parton's waist is? I want, wanted to send a picture. I've never seen anything that small. Well, we saw it when she rocked the Dallas Cowgirl yeah. cheerleader outfit. How teeny tiny. A big man could just put his hands around her waist. I don't know how she can have boobs that big and stand up straight. I mean, that is a teeny tiny waist. Spoken I'm, from a I'm, former big breast again. grow up to be Dolly. <laughs> yes. um, but here's a little of the song of these of Lainey Wilson and Dolly singing together. Wow. I, that was, they sound great. They sounded beautiful. They, and, and then the fashion show, did you notice it was a disco-themed fashion show? And Jane Lynch narrated the runway, I, and Casey and the Sunshine Band were playing live, and one of the dogs was named Lieutenant Dan. You can stream this on Paramount+. Awesome. I'm telling you, I thought it was it. the most clever idea, and whoever the PR person's, you know, I sent back, this is a brilliant idea. I mean, everyone loves their dogs. And yeah, why not and have you know, a night of entertainment around it? And Dolly has that little French bulldog, Billy the Kid, who's got books. <laughs> and um, the book, Billy the Kid, makes it big. And then she's got, if you go to Doggy Parton, Doggy Parton on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter, that's her account for all of her fabulous dog apparel and accessories from Dolly's. So if you've got a dog that would really appreciate some sparkle and rhinestone, in their little life, then doggy pardon is your place. I would say, Lori, I just, I was just cheerful seeing, I just caught a little, little, little bit of it. But yeah, she's, it was, it was just cute. It was, it was something different, you yeah. know? And seeing Jane Lynch, really, and there was another actor there at the end, a guy whose name I can't remember. Ooh, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, it was, it was really, really cute. And, um, and then, you know, with uh, all the news about, you know, Beyonce, Texas Hold'ems, you know, storming up the chart and people are loving the songs. And the Savannah Bananas grant are going viral with their little, you know, infield oh, yeah. dance that they did. Those, but um, yeah, those guys are fun. There's, um, there's this uh, country artist. Her name is Tanner Adele. And she was so excited because... 
if you remember at the very beginning of um, watching Yellowstones, we rediscovered or re-remembered a term in the rodeo circuit, buckle bunnies. Oh, Laurie, I'm, I'm going to add this to my list of, I loved it. hey, good looking boy. And um, no, I, no, I, I, a woman is a buckle bunny. Room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. romper room. Um, and this one, <laughs> I have my new slang term from Laurie, and this is a bucket, a buckle what? Buckle. Buckle bunny. <laughs> what is so, a buckle bunny? Well, it's the it's girls that the girls hang out. Cowboy? The rodeo circuit. Maybe they ride. Maybe they barrel okay. race. Maybe they do something else. So maybe girl, they like to. A girl cowboy. Well, so yeah, but it's also maybe she's chasing. She you could know, be a groupie. A girl cow- cowboy groupie or a girl cowboy. Groupie, cowgirl. that could be okay. a thing. So this uh, Tanner Adele. She name dropped Beyonce, and I think this song, it's been out for a little bit, but the song is called Buckle Bunny. Now I'm ready for Tanner to, you know, get her flowers. Let's listen to this song. I love that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is so fun. Yeah, that was just kind of a fun time. And then um, news from J-Lo, she's added more concerts based on demand. She's added oh, like really? a second night in Miami. She's also added Madison Madison Square Garden, which I, mean, I yeah that makes sense. Yeah, so she's adding some more, not the Twin Cities and not Chicago. No. I didn't see us on. I this. have seen J Lo four times. I know you have. I I've seen her and and I enjoyed her, but she was always paired. I saw her with Pitbull once. I saw her with Enrique and that Glacius was the one I went once. to. Yes. And I saw her maybe so maybe three times. Saw her one other time at the Excel, and maybe she was on her own on that. But I kind of, so I feel kind of good about my J Lo. But I love that she wore Valentino on the Tonight Show. That she's, pink dress was Valentino. She's beautiful. She's wow. Beautiful. Yep. She. It is. must be fun to style her and Zendaya oh, or Zendaya. No kidding, because they're flat chested ish, mm-hmm. and everything works on them. Yeah. Cute, and they've got the beautiful caramel skin. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there is your um, dog and dressing update. Um, we are going to take <laughs> and a, music and music, and we will take a quick and your food and wine experience. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia.